We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So it looks like somebody just Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the Gator Bowl is what Breck McMurphy is reporting. So we don't I don't know if Breck McMurphy is accurate here, but it sounds like he is saying it's going to be Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Now somebody else just said that it's being reported that Illinois and South Carolina are playing the Rely Quest Bowl, but um, so I'm not going to completely dive into the matchup yet till we get official word, but Brett McMurphy is reporting that it's Notre Dame and South Carolina. He said that he was told by sources it's going to be Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the in that bowl game. So, um, yeah, we we shall see, we shall see on that one on that one. Let me just send this message here real quick, um, and. Uh, kind of see where things are going but yeah i still know official word we'll let you all know as soon as we get that and it's going to be a little difficult so it's north carolina and he's saying it's going to be north carolina versus oregon in the holiday bowl so according to brett mcmurphy it sounds like this thing has been decided which would then put mississippi state against illinois in the ReliQuest bowl so according to brett mcmurphy that's how it's all playing out still have not gotten official word uh holiday bowl announces uh so the Holiday Bowl has announced that it's North Carolina versus Oregon. So even though the Gator Bowl hasn't announced yet, the Holiday Bowl announced um, uh, announced that it's going to be Oregon. So it will be Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the Gator Bowls. I am going to try to talk to y'all uh, while also writing the story. So it was supposed to be two people. Um Vince is going to be jumping in here real quick, but it looks like um, that it's going to be Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the uh, Gator Bowl. So that game will be on, let's go up here real quick. That game is going to be at, on December 30th. Uh, it is a 3.30 game. It will be in uh, TIA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. Obviously Notre Dame has played there before. I think the last time they played there was 2016 uh, against Navy. So hopefully uh, – Hopefully a little better result there. But, yeah, Notre Dame is going to be in the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame has played in the Gator Bowl before, I think, three times. The first time was a win over Penn State. And then the next two were – they lost to uh, Phillip Rivers at the end of the 2002 season. 
And then they lost to, I think Georgia Tech was a Gator Bowl loss. They lost to Georgia Tech by a touchdown, I believe in the late 90s, uh, is, is the other one there. So it looks like that is going to be the case. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to, yes, just see if Vince can jump in here real quick to help us out here to talk about it a little bit. But, yeah, so that is going to be, it looks like that is going to be the matchup. Notre Dame is going to play. South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. So since the Holiday Bowl has officially announced it, it looks like Notre Dame is going to be in the Gator Bowl. So I am looking forward to that one. That's going to be very, very interesting matchup. So uh, obviously Notre Dame and uh, South Carolina both both finished with eight and four records. South Carolina finished their season red hot with back-to-back top ten wins, beat Tennessee, blasted Tennessee, uh, and um, it, the second to last game of the year, and then went on the road uh, and beat Clemson in the in the rivalry game at the end of the year. Huge, huge missed opportunity for Clemson. Um, and uh, I, I, Notre Dame and South Carolina have played each other before. I wrote about this recently. Uh, I think they've played four times, but it's been a long time since they played. And they actually played in the regular season. I believe Notre Dame holds a three to one advantage. Yes, Notre Dame holds a three to one advantage. South Carolina won the most recent game, which was in 1984. So I was six, but Notre Dame beat South Carolina in 76 and 79. And then also in 83, they won both games in Columbia. They won the first game in in, uh, South Bend in 79. And then South Carolina won 36 to 32 in 1984, obviously in the Jerry Faust era. So uh, there is some history there uh, between these two teams. So I'm just trying to get a little bit here. Uh, so those who are in, it is going to be the Gator Bowl. Not, I don't know. Someone keeps saying, please, Holiday Bowl. Uh, it's not the Holiday Bowl. It is going to be the Gator Bowl for Notre Dame. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Uh, We'll just talk about this matchup. So South Carolina, obviously, head coach Frank Beamer. Uh, Very intriguing matchup. Obviously, as we talked about, they started the season off. I mean, they, they finished the season off very well. Uh, beat Georgia State in the opener next two games. They got beat pretty convincingly by Arkansas, lost 44-30. to 30. 
the next week they went and got blasted by uh, Georgia 48 to seven won four straight games, including they had a little stretch there where they had to play two games in five days because of the hurricane. Uh, so they ended up moving up their South Carolina state game. They beat Charlotte 56, 20 South Carolina state 50 to 10. Then they went on the road, had a really good win at Kentucky 24 to 14 beat Texas A&M at home 30 to 24. That got them into the top 25. Then the next week at home against they lost 23, 10 in Missouri, uh, which is a really bad loss. Uh, then went on the road, beat Vanderbilt the next week, 38, seven came, uh, went on the road to Gainesville the week after that got blasted by Florida 38, six, and then, Finished the season incredibly well, beat Tennessee 63 to 38, and then beat Clemson on the road 31 to 30. So the Gamecocks finished the year eight and four, just like Notre Dame, uh, and uh, finished the season a little bit hotter than Notre Dame, though. Uh, Averaged 31.7 points per game, but did give up 27.5 points per game this year. Uh, They averaged, they actually were outgained by their opponents on the season by average. They averaged 381.1 yards per game, gave up 391.3 yards per game. And their defense was not good late either. They were they were not good against Clemson. I mean, if we're, if we're being honest about the Clemson matchup, that was about the quarterback missing open dudes the whole game. I mean, Clemson ran on South Carolina, uh, had over 200 yards rushing in that game, 237 yards rushing in that game. They gave up 374 yards rushing to Florida, 226 to Vanderbilt, 295 to Arkansas, 208 to Georgia, 200 to Georgia State. Uh, so, I mean, you should see a, a, an advantage for Notre Dame there, but South Carolina, you know, their pass defense is is, is solid. It's solid. It's, it's not always great, but it's solid. But, uh, I mean, they, they, they gave up three, 500 yards in two of their last three games. Clemson would have done that if they'd have had better play quarterback. So, that uh, – that's a very interesting aspect to this to this as well. So this has been an interesting day. So someone's gonna someone's gonna be in a little bit of trouble here, real quick. But uh, anyway, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a fascinating matchup. Notre Dame has actually gone against South Carolina for several recruits this year. Uh, Jade Greathouse obviously had a, a Final Four of that included South Carolina. They threw a pretty decent chunk of money at him, from what we were told, and. Uh, Obviously, he still picked Notre Dame because, I mean, of course you're going to pick Notre Dame over South Carolina if you care about things that are beyond just football or, or I mean, even football, things beyond just getting a, a paycheck. And the program's not there yet. But, see, this is the opportunity that South Carolina has in this matchup is, no, they are not that team now, but a win over Notre Dame would give them a lot of a lot of momentum. And they all say, hey, you know, we're not there now, but we beat – we beat Tennessee, we beat Clemson, we beat Notre Dame, you know, we, we beat Texas A&M, you know, we've got a chance to, they, they've got a chance to really kind of go into this and say, Hey, um, you know, we're, we're, we've got some big wins. You got to be a part of this and Notre Dame cannot allow that to happen. They have to try to do their best to make sure uh, that, that um, they, they end that momentum. And plus Notre Dame needs the momentum as well. So that's going to be, um, yeah. So, Looks so, so this is what Brett McMurphy just said. He says the biggest battle of the weekend wasn't a conference championship game. It was Gator and Holiday fighting over Notre Dame. Sources told Action Sports Headquarter Gator won a split decision. Uh, how did that just change, Vince? What happened to the uh the background there? That's uh, weird. I don't know. I was about to yeah. say this is my first uh foray yeah. into college football. So I don't I don't know what the heck happened there. <laughs> I, I so Vince comes it. in and everything gets jacked up. I think the other guys, uh, the CFP <laughs> Nation guys are going live right now. Oh, and I think probably they probably why. just changed there, which somehow probably just changed. Changes us. So let me just 
face that back. So, Vince, Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Okay, okay. Share your thoughts while I try to write this article because Ryan was in the show. His power went out. Uh, right when it gets announced, his power goes out. We're doing a show for three and a half freaking hours waiting on this game to get announced, and then Ryan's power goes out. So I'm sitting there. I was going to try, and I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to be able to write this while uh, we're talking. So anyway, Vince, share your thoughts while best. I try to, to pump out this article. So so who are they against? South Carolina? South Carolina, okay. who beat Tennessee and, and Clemson. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of your thoughts on that game. And then, uh, you know, the game being the Gator Bowl, which is a, we haven't seen them play in the Gator Bowl since uh, NC State at the end of Ty's first year. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I this is – what I anticipated would happen. It's always interesting to hear kind of the backstory uh, about everything. First of all, glad to be here. I had literally had to reset up my whole uh, little thing over here because I was you got home from uh, from Indy, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. Kids went three and zero this weekend, so that was good. Some dominating soccer, so that was good. But uh, oh, and and met some fans, which was awesome. Uh, That's a great story, by the way. Yeah, great story. So. Anyway, um, I was waiting to kind of hear what was going to happen, and I was waiting for that email to come from Notre Dame, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I anticipated that Notre Dame would be heading to the Gator Bowl, barring something nutty, right? And it sounds like there was at least some back and forth about the Holiday Bowl. Is that what you were telling mm-hmm. me? Um, yeah, the two makes... bowls were kind of going against each other, trying yeah. to get... Notre Dame because going into the weekend mints, it really came down to is really most likely going to be one to three. It was going to be Gator or cheese it, but then how games kind of went, it was going to be Gator most likely, but then the holiday bowl supposedly made a really hard push to get Notre Dame as well. And I believe the order of picking went cheese it Gator holiday, but I know that there's talk in there. They negotiate because like the committees that work on the cheese it and the Gator and the Gator bowl are kind of like the same group. Sure. So, like, they will look at matchups, and of course, like, there was some talk that Florida State may be in one of those games, but then they didn't want to have Florida State maybe in it because then they play in Orlando next. Or, you know, LSU plays Florida State, and I, there's some kind of LSU plays Florida sure. State in Orlando, so they okay. didn't want to have LSU in that game in Orlando because then the LSU comes back to Orlando. It's so like all types of stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a negotiated so, negotiation. Uh, it, as you're typing, uh, did uh, did Florida State end up in the Cheez It Bowl? Is that how that they want? They're in the Citrus Bowl. It was not Florida State. I meant to say LSU. It was LSU that they didn't want to have in one of those bowl games. Gotcha. Because they didn't want to have them in Orlando uh, in in this. But I think think that they ended up – the Citrus Bowl is in Orlando. So they ended up being there Mm -hmm. anyway. Gotcha. But there was talk that they didn't want them that because they didn't want Orlando now and then Orlando to start the year next year. There was talk about that. But they ended up doing it anyway is the direction they went. I'm just not sure if they were able to not do that because of – you know, how the games went this weekend. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that it's the Gator Bowl. I think, look, under the circumstances, I, this is not a terrible situation for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. They still get a, a a quality SEC team. I mean, when you're 8-4, and four, you, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be happy with what you end up with, if we're being honest, right? You mm-hmm. can't be terribly picky. Now, I also understand that, when you're not in the playoff and you're not necessarily available for the New Year's Six, which Notre Dame is not uh, because mm-hmm. of where they ended up, then there's going to be people fighting over Notre Dame because of what they bring to the table and, you know, all of those different things. And that's what the bowl games are about at this point. It's how much money can they make. And Notre Dame is going to, you know, get money. I, To me, Brian, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I look, I think it's great. They're playing an SEC team. They're, 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 commonly ranked right I, I believe that south carolina is 19 notre dame is 21 in the final mm-hmm. college football playoff ranking so that's you know a, a nice matchup as far as that is concerned 
What's more intriguing to me, though, Brian, is is what it means for Notre Dame just from a personnel standpoint, right? So I'm sure we're going to start hearing who's going to be opting out. We obviously mm-hmm. already heard that Drew Pine is going to be taking off. So what does that mean at the quarterback position? You know, what does that mean for these younger guys? What does it mean for the bowl practice and the bowl preparation and what that looks like? So I guess my interest in the bowl game, Brian, is more Notre Dame centered than it is for the actual game itself, just because there's a lot of intrigue to Mm -hmm. me when it comes to the depth chart, when it comes to playing time, when it comes to who's opting out. Somebody said to me over the weekend, and and I think this is a really good point, the bowl game this year, and, and and sometimes other years, but this year specifically, it doesn't feel like the cap to the 22 season, but almost the first game of the 23 season oh. to me a little bit, right? I, and I know they're going to be taking and bringing in freshmen, and they're going to bring in transfers, and the roster's not going to look like it does now when they kick things off, you know, in Ireland, right? I, I'm mm. not an idiot. I know, I know this is a this is a fact, right? But you're going to get a bit of a sneak preview, I think, of what this team is going to kind of start to shape up to be in 23, more so as a more so than a capstone of what 22 was. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, Vince, it's it's one of those things where, you know, is it going to be that same team? No, because there's guys that are going to play in this game that won't be on the team next year, and maybe the coaches have changes. But like, we're going to see what does the future of the tight end position look like without Michael Mayer. Right, because he's not going to play in this game. There's no way. You know what? What? What is? What is the? Uh, you know what's the defensive end position? Are we going to finally get a glimpse? Are, are they just going to play veterans? Or are we going to get a chance to see a little bit of uh, Josh Barnum? Yeah. And they, you know, so we we really don't know the answer to that. So in some areas, we're going to see a little bit of a youth movement. In some areas, where we're going to get a little bit of a glimpse of what the of what the guard battle is going to be like in yeah. the spring, because we're going to see that guard battle probably rage in 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 bull practices. I would love. And I know they'll never do this, but maybe they'll surprise me. I would love to have an open practice for the bowl prep. I would love. Well, that. sometimes it's not up to the school. It, it, certain bowl games once they mand- get down mandate there. right. Yeah, right. Once, once they, they get down, get down there. there, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. So I would love to see some of these young guys getting legit reps, right? Not scout team reps. Not you know reps that don't matter. All reps matter. Because right you now, the I young mean. guys are getting a ton of reps in the early practices, but it's. It's it's just a developmental thing, right? You're right. talking about Vince, like when you start getting into bowl prep, right? The practices so far have not been bowl prep. Yeah, they've been let's work some stuff out yeah. and let's yeah, you know, and, let's get some young guys some work and let the young, older guys rest and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So far, yeah. And and I will also say that bowl prep in general for me, and that's it. To be honest with you, that's the other intriguing thing. How does Marcus Freeman handle bowl prep with his staff? when he's not just coming off the fact that he was named head coach and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, I think that part is intriguing Didn't as have well. his staff in place. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's Because last year, Vince, it was, we're doing this for the seniors thing. Right. You know, like, right. Eh, it's fine when you're taking over a team that's not really your team, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a little different. He's a caretaker. I mean, he was a caretaker yeah. to a degree. I mean, yes, he was for that game. head coach. Right. Uh, but he was a caretaker for that game. And it was about sending out the seniors and doing all of that. And that, and I get that. And that's cool. But that should not be the focus this time around. Not that the seniors aren't important, but that is not the focus. And not that game. winning is not important because as we'll talk also about as we true. do this bull prep, you've you've got to win this game. It absolutely it's just that you can sometimes you got to figure out can we do both? Yeah. Can we play yeah. some developmental stuff in some areas and then can we also go out and, and uh 
win a game because I do think both are important. I think both did are I miss very important. Some, did I miss something? Uh, is there supposed to be some sort of a battle royale between yes, you and Ryan? Yes, pay-per-view fight between you and Ryan. <laughs> so my dad started it, oh, sort great. of. But people were at – the question was, who is the biggest Notre Dame fan on the staff? Ooh. And I said it's probably Vince or Sean. And then I was like, well, Ryan, um, do you like root for Notre Dame in other sports than just football? And he's like, yes. I said, well, then I'm out and Sean's out because we only root for Notre Dame really in, in, in uh, football. And so uh, then we got into the discussion of, okay, well, Vince is that way. And then I was kind of sharing about how angry you get when they lose, which kind of speaks to your fandom. And then we kind of got into uh, a lot of other things uh, about that, which, uh, which, I, which was kind of fun. But basically then my dad was like, how about we have a pay-per-view battle between Vince and Sean <laughs> or, you know, Vince and Ryan for the battle, you know, and uh, it just had a little bit of fun with it. That's so yeah, funny. so, That's so funny. it's a, okay. and I told him how you were Peacock and after the Ohio State game, just trying to get somebody to fight you. I really and was. how we almost dra- dragged that one person out of their car uh, on the way there. I was like, yeah, Vince was angry <laughs> that day. I was. Vince was very angry. I'm rolling down my window and I'm halfway yeah. hanging out. Like that yes. was not. It was. Yes. It's probably you know part of it was because it was a you know a middle aged woman. I felt pretty confident in that particular yes. battle, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I was. Didn't that know that was a lady when he re- when he when it's you true. stuck your head out the car to yell. <laughs> that is true. So that's why I left the lady part out of there. I didn't want you to look like a d bag. Well, you know, I mean, you know. Yeah. And then, right. and so then, what happened was Ryan's power went out. So it was me and Ryan. Oh, and his power went out right before I they see. announced it. Right, I like. So that. when the game got announced, I was going to let Ryan talk, and then I was going to sure, write yeah, the story yeah, yeah. and publish the story, and you know, do all that stuff. Well, then his power goes out. Of course, that's when I was like, "Dude, can you get in the show?" Real I got gotcha. So then, literally, like, like so, shaving somebody. So somebody said Vince cuts Ryan's power to get in his head and ahead in advance of their of their battle. I like it. Uh, I like it. So yeah, I'm it was, all for it. it. I'm all for it. I maybe I get a trip out to Jersey for it. That'd be good. Yeah. So, but no, I'm excited about this matchup. I think when you look at the season in totality, you know, eight and four, and we, and we've talked about this in the past, right? We, Mm -hmm. we, um, you know, it's a disappointment from a Notre Dame standpoint and Mm -hmm. there's no other way to slice it for me, but at the end of the day, it's still a tier one, you know, ACC bowl. It's still, Mm -hmm. it still matters. It it does matter. And it's, it's December 30th. It's not like they're playing on the 22nd or something, or they're playing on January 7th, which those are ridiculous too, when it's not Mm -hmm. the national championship game. So this is still a relevant bowl. I know the bowls are slipping off into being irrelevant. I get that. I'm not going to debate that. It stinks. I hate it. And I get that, but this is, the bet this is the definition of making lemonade out of lemons. I, I think right. that this is a, a, a pretty decent opponent, it's an SEC yeah. opponent. You know, you can use this game depending on how it goes, right? Is a springboard into the offseason. You absolutely mm-hmm. can. You absolutely can. So I'm cool with it. I, I'm I'm happy about it. Maybe from just from a journalistic standpoint and like a headline standpoint, it would have been much more fun covering Lane Kiffin over the next month. Uh, if they would have gotten Ole Miss. I know that's not you. But so I, annoying. I know, I know. So annoying. But South Carolina, you got the you got the Lou Holtz uh, angle, which is kind of fun. Be neat to see him like you know go out and do the the coin flip or something like that if they can get right. him out. That'd be you awesome. Know? I didn't think about that. That'd yeah. be awesome. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but from a just from a a perception standpoint, from a recruiting standpoint, from a Notre Dame standpoint, SEC opponent, you're playing on the 30th of December when the big bowls are starting to come up and happen, right? Uh, you know, you've got an opportunity to win a bowl game. You know, all of those different things, those are all good for Notre Dame. So I, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I, I'm 
considering all the pieces and the parts, I like it. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Anyway, Vince, I, here, my last thing is we're going to kind of wrap up here because I've been going on this for four hours. Yeah, I need to go take that's impressive. Uh, we will have a lot of stuff about this matchup soon. Ryan's going to have a recruiting show tomorrow. Uh, awesome. We'll we'll dive Tuesday. We'll kind of get into some offseason stuff. We'll have, you know, we may not dive into immediately because there's 26 days between this game. So, <laughs> right. But we'll have some stuff. But I, I do think this is a good matchup for Notre Dame. What was going down, Vince, is it sounded like it was either going to be South Carolina or Mississippi State which okay. I always felt from everything I heard, it would probably South Carolina or, or the holiday bowl against Oregon. We had a nice debate about that. And, okay. Okay. and there's a lot of intrigue to that Oregon matchup, especially from a recruiting trail standpoint. But I think for me, what I kind of, as I go back and forth, which game would have been better. I think playing South Carolina is the game. That's the better matchup for Notre Dame, like winnable matchup for Notre Dame. Sure. Uh, especially with the guys that Notre Dame won't have. I didn't love the idea of playing Oregon without Isaiah Foskey and Cam Hart, to be completely honest with you. Uh, don't love the idea of playing South Carolina's offense without Cam Hart either. Sure. We'll see. But um, I get back to the other part of this too, Vince, is any chance that Notre Dame has to play and beat an SEC team is a good thing mm-hmm. for Notre Dame. Yep, exactly. That's a positive. <laughs> You know, and then and you'll be able to look back and say, hey, this team beat Clemson, this team beat Tennessee, this team beat Kentucky, and then we took them to the woodshed a little bit. You know, I think that there's yeah. nothing there's nothing bad about that, Vince. There's no yeah. downside to that. There would have been no downside to beating to beating uh, uh Oregon either, but doing it in Florida yeah. doesn't hurt either. Right. I mean, that's a state you're having trouble recruiting right now. It does not hurt to kind of be down there and beat an SEC team in SEC country. I don't think that hurts. So that's my last. Agreed. Part of it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset about them beating Oregon and Southern California, though either. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get exactly what. But you're California's saying. already a state Notre Dame has success yeah, in. Is, you're right. Kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. You're right. And South, Southern California, way down in San Diego, doesn't produce the talent that a little bit north, northern Southern California, yeah. which is L.A., produces. It's L.A. Yeah, and Notre exactly. Dame's had a ton of success in Northern California lately as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know the Foss, no, I th- where's Concord? I know like Tariq Bracey's from Northern California. Okay, uh, you know I, I so they've they've definitely had more success there. But California's so big, I forget where some of these areas are. But I, I feel like, I feel like Isaiah Foskey isn't isn't De La Salle in Northern California? Ooh. Yeah, it's up near. Yeah, it's up near San Francisco. Say, you're yeah. questioning my geography yeah. skills of California. I, I thought not so. Good. So like yeah, so like uh, Isaiah Foskey's from up that way. Um, 
you know, uh, Rico Flores is from is from this. You know, Folsom is near Sacramento, which is like Northern California. I mean, so Notre Dame's success in, has been more Northern California, and and than it has been L.A. and Southern California in mm-hmm. recent years. So uh, that this game is like you you think like here here's an example. I'll give this to you right. So here here's an example, Vince. Uh, um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look this just kind of show you an example of of how crazy it is. So the the driving distance between, um, oops, wrong one. Uh, that gave me <laughs> South Bend. Oh, so I want that's to a long uh, drive. Yes, yes. Distance between San Francisco and San Diego. It is. Uh, let's long. see here. Lot, it is five hundred and one miles. Good amount. So that's a hike. It's a seven yeah. and a half hours. The yeah. Same state. Seven and a half hours. Yeah, that's like driving from Florida to north, like northern North Carolina. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, so love the matchup, Vince. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting bowl matchups we'll dive into as we get closer to. I think this is a good thing for Notre Dame. Uh, I think it's a good matchup for Notre Dame. It's not a great matchup, but Vince, to your point, I think you nailed it. You're, you're not in a New Year Six bowl. You missed out on a right. chance for one of the premier matchups. Correct. I think that. Uh, I think that this is a good matchup. And then it takes away a lot of the uh, soap opera that would have been a Notre Dame LSU matchup. Like we would have liked it. It would have been good for ratings, but sure. it would have been a soap opera 100%. in a lot of ways, as opposed to now we can just focus on Notre Dame and their development mm-hmm. and kind of what's next and all those type of things. And I don't so see I, how the yeah. game itself would have ever lived up to the hype of that yeah. game. You know good what point. I mean? It, it, like the game would have been a letdown. No, maybe not. You know, we're all speaking in hypotheticals. If they lost, it would have been. Yeah. That would have been horrible. Yeah. But yeah, I just, yeah. unless it was a thorough, from a Notre Dame standpoint, unless it would be a thorough beatdown by Notre Dame over LSU, it's a letdown. Like that's all yeah. Notre Dame people wanted. So I'm not upset about the fact that they're not playing LSU. So that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I wanted it beforehand, but now that it's not there, I'm like, you know, it's I think okay. it's better. It's, it's okay. better. Like, you know what? It's better that way. It's going to happen. Notre Dame and LSU are going to cross paths and it's going to be in a situation where something massive is on the line. That's my prediction. I think that is going to happen. And you know what? Let's let Marcus Freeman get his feet a little bit more wet and get a little bit more entrenched in being a head coach before we allow that matchup to take place you know what i mean that i would feel much better about that moving forward yep so in future shows we'll break down this more specifics of the matchup we'll obviously be able to dive into some film a lot more i actually do think this is a good matchup for notre dame had somebody say that they don't think they match up well with south carolina i think they do match up well with south carolina i don't think south carolina is the team on the whole that they looked the last two weeks right and i still don't think they beat the Clemson game is not close if Clemson has a quarterback. They were up 23-14. They were getting ready to run South Carolina off the field. And, you know, we saw kind of how it went down. So, anyway, Vince, that's going to do it for this show. I really appreciate you jumping in yeah. and helping save the day, man. Really do appreciate oh, I it. I love it. Uh, works for me. Hit that like button, everybody. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. Sign up for the boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com. We have a lot of stuff going on. We have all the intel that we get as we kind of dive into um, – you know, as we kind of dive into uh, the portal era, which begins officially tomorrow for this cycle, uh, signing yeah. day is now 17 days away. There's going to be tons of rumors coming up. Teams are <laughs> going to start, you know, teams that have, you know, holes to fill. This going to recruiting has always been hectically in signing day, but now teams that are that yeah. have holes to fill are going to start throwing out more and more money at kids. And you yep. wonder how that's going to be. This is going to be a crazy 17 day. And I'm not talking about Notre Dame specifically. I'm talking about in general. 
and recruiting. It's going to be a crazy 17 days and then 26 days until the bowl game. So we will have some South Carolina stuff, but we're going to still have a little bit of a Notre Dame focused uh, show schedule this next week. And then, you know, we'll get some, then we start getting into Christmas and all that other kind of stuff. So you definitely want to check that out. Uh, absolutely. And then we'll, we'll probably, I'm going to talk to my wife. She's out of town this week, but uh, we're going to have a, um, we're going to have a uh, Christmas deal again for the merch store this year. So uh, if you sign up for the message board and you're a new member, you'll get a discount to the merch store. I'm going to put some new items here in over the next couple over the next week or so as well. But if you are looking to kind of do some Christmas shopping, you're going to want to get those orders in soon because they're not always quick to ship out. So I will do my best to get those new things into the store and to get the new um, the Christmas discount code out. Now, I'll only put that on the message board. So like it'll be on the message board for subscribers to kind of have that. So if you're interested, definitely check that out as well. Uh, Cause we'd love to get you some merch here over Absolutely. Christmas season. And it, we don't have the merch store necessarily to make a big profit. We don't make a big profit. So uh, I just got to figure out what the percentage is going to be. So I don't lose money. Uh, Cause I still have <laughs> bills to pay. Yeah, so anyway, thanks so much everybody for being with us. We had a big audience for four hours. I mean, it was crazy how people stuck in here. Awesome. Vince. Uh, but we finally figured it out. We finally figured it out. So for Vince and Ryan, I'm Brian. Y'all have a great rest of your day. We will see you again tomorrow on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.